Says we're rolling. Audio good? Check on your mic. Hello. Check it. Hello. Hello. Okay. And rolling here and rolling there. We are good to go. All right. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Pastor Rock Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great fall. Summer's over. Um, weather is getting cold, windy, and rainy. But today I have a special guest in the studio with me. Her name is Brittany. Y'all might know her on Instagram. She's into fashion, modeling, all that. How's it going today, man? Um, pretty good. Pretty good. How, how was your, your trip to Dallas today? Mm, it was okay. It, it was, was okay. okay. Yeah, it was just a lot of traffic, but you know, it's okay. Okay, let's go right into it. So, um, fashion. What, you know, what sparked your interest into, like, the brand that you've built for yourself today and where you are? Did you was this something that you had from the jump, kind of like, from like growing up, or is it just something that just sparked up like in college or somewhere along that line? Well, um, so I always saw myself going into fashion. Um, I never, like, thought I was going to go into it, like, full time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I always saw myself going into fashion. Like, when I was younger, I just loved dressing up. Um, Always loved dressing up. Um, And then when I got to high school, I started dressing up even more, Mm -hmm. even more. And then when I got to college, I decided, you know, to take things up a notch. Um, So I started creating a lookbooks, like, online lookbooks. So basically what it is is just I would take pictures, like my friends would take pictures of me in, like, different outfits, different styles, and then I'll upload on a website. Um, so I started off doing that in, like, 2018, and then um, I went to Tokyo 2019, summer 2019. And Tokyo, if you don't know, like, Tokyo, like, their fashion is, like, way different than the U.S. Like, it's, like, it's amazing, honestly. So, like, when I was there... I would just get inspired left and right, like inspired by like everybody walking the streets and everything. So I decided, you know, I want to kind of change my brand a little bit. At first, um, I went by like Stylesix Brit. That was the name of my website and like where I posted my lookbooks. And then in Tokyo, I did like a whole rebrand and rebranded to Brit Looks. Um, so Brit Looks is what I decided to go by. Um, the reason why I chose Brit Looks is because my name is Brittany and, you know, we have looks. So it's kind of <laughs> It came up. Um, but yeah, so when I was in Tokyo, I decided to start a YouTube channel. Um, I started uh, filming lookbooks in Tokyo and posted my first YouTube video, like, probably like the end of summer 2019. Mm-hmm. And so since then, you know, I was deciding, I was like, okay, let me take this YouTube thing YouTube thing a little bit serious. So started making more videos. Um, the goal with YouTube was just to, like, bring my online lookbooks more to life um, and video-wise. So I just started making videos and kind of stopped the, you know, online lookbooks. Um, and then, um, what happened next? Oh, yeah. So then I started getting, like, a lot of traction. Um, and then when quarantine happened, quarantine, like, I think it just, like, sparked a new, like, creativity in me. Um, so when quarantine happened, you know, I was at home all the time. So I decided to start making, you know, TikToks and videos. Um, and so I posted my first TikTok and it got, like, I think, like, 80,000 views, which was really good because, you know, it was my first TikTok. Um, 80,000? So, like, in your first? Yeah, first one. Um, so how many how many likes was it? Do you know? I have no idea. It was probably like probably like twenty k likes. That's pretty good for your first. Yeah, TikTok. it was it was my first TikTok. I think the reason why I got so many like views was because everybody was on TikTok at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so like um, 
I started, um, so once I saw that, I posted it on t- um, Twitter and it went, I guess you could say it went viral on Twitter, kind of, yeah. Um, so yeah, I went viral on Twitter and then I started making more, more videos and started getting more traction. And then there was this point in time, I think it was like the end of 2020 when I decided to post like my TikToks on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, like as reels. And so I started doing that and um Surprisingly, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to, you know, blow up, but it did. Um, and so that's when, you know, my Instagram followers started going up, started going up, and then TikTok started going up, started going up. So I was like, you know what, let me just turn this into, like, you know, something like a real brand. Um, so that's when I decided to start, like, my styling page on, my, on Instagram. I didn't really start it to, like, you know, start styling other people. Mm-hmm. I just started it just to, like, you know, challenge myself a little bit, you know. Um, but people started hitting me up to style them. That's when, you know, started getting into more styling with other people. Um, and then I decided, um, to be honest, I really don't I really don't like styling other people, which is surprising. Why um not? only reason why is because like styling other people, it just comes with a lot. Like you have to factor in like their sizes, what looks good on them, like what they like, what they don't like, their budget. It just comes with a lot, you know. I only like it when it's like creative styling like say for example, like for a photo shoot or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's just like personal styling, like you got, you know, an event to go to, you want me to style you? <laughs> just like, I, I don't really don't do that, you know? Um, so, you know, I kind of took a step back from styling a little bit to just focus more on, like, you know, developing my brand, trying to gain, you know, more traction, more people to, you know, uh, follow me and whatnot. Um, and then I decided that I wanted to start designing. Um, so I will be starting a brand soon, a clothing brand. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to probably focus on that a lot more. Um, but yeah, like Britlux is just like, um, I don't know how to explain it. Like Britlux is just, I would say it's just like creative brand, you know, mm-hmm. with everything like styling, designing, um, content creation, just everything. So I'm going to try to, you know, turn into something like really big. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you already, you talked about quarantine cause I was going to ask you about that. Like, I feel like quarantine just messed everybody up, Yeah, especially like people who, well, it depends. So for people who needed like a crowd, mm-hmm. for people who need like actual physical contact for their brand, it really kind of slowed people down. Yeah. But at the same time, it gave so many people like the idea of you can do so much in social media. Like you've mm-hmm. never seen DJs DJ on Instagram yeah. live. Like mm-hmm. that doesn't happen because we can just hear them at the club. Mm-hmm. You've never seen uh, just virtual fans in a, in a game because I mean, you could just come to the game. So I feel like quarantine definitely either just made or destroyed a person's brand Mm -hmm. like for people who just absolutely needed you in person like and they couldn't find another way like their brand their brand went down Mm -hmm. and hopefully it's going up now but Mm -hmm. um tiktok is probably the biggest blow up of quarantine like i feel like tiktok Mm -hmm. tiktok really made a lot of people rich like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that we didn't know like look how many people became famous over quarantine like Exactly. Off nothing. And I feel like quarantine really showed the whole nation that you don't actually need in-person contact. Like, even jobs. You don't. You yeah. don't. You don't really, like, we have nurses working from home now. It's mm-hmm. like, bro, we really don't need in-person contact. But during quarantine, I feel like everybody had a wake-up call. Yeah. In one way or the other. What would you say was yours? Like, when it comes to you as a person and you with, like, your goals and what you wanted to do. Um, I would say, like, my wake-up call was the fact that, you know, I was graduating, like, the following year, um, and I didn't really know what I was going to do, 
So I was like, you know what? It's either I take this fashion thing seriously or like I decided to go to grad school. Um, so that's when like I decided to just start creating videos. And then um, one thing that really inspired me was, I don't know if you know who he is, but Wisdom K, Kai, he's like fashion, the male, the best fashion guy on TikTok. I don't, I don't, I don't think I know him, but. Yeah, but he inspired me the most. <laughs> yeah, he inspired me the most because like he started posting videos and like his, his stuff was just like blowing up. I was like, you know what, I, I can easily do this, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's when I started to do that. And um, once I started seeing him like, get all these brand deals and stuff I was just like wow like that that could be me so that was kind of like my wake-up call I was like you know I have all this like talent all these ideas like and you know why not do it so um I think just like seeing other people like do what you want to do and then like the fact that I was graduating and I need to figure out what am I going to do um so yeah that was that was kind of my wake-up call so talk to me about the first time you got your I guess it's not it's not sponsorships like so people reaching out to you to yeah. to advertise their brand and stuff mm -hmm. talk to me about that do you remember what brand it was and like um, how was that feeling for you dang i can't remember what brand it was um but i can talk about like the first time like a big brand reached out to me um mm -hmm. so a big brand that reached out to me was Meshki. I don't know if you've heard of Meshki before, um, but like they're a big fast fashion brand. They reached out to me from TikTok um, and they wanted to send me like a thousand dollars worth of clothes just to make like one TikTok video. I was like, oh, of course, like I mm -hmm. can do that. Um, so when I did that, like when I made the video for them, um, they, they weren't paying me. They were just going to send me clothes. So I was like, you know, I don't, I don't care. Like I shop here anyway. So um, when I made the video, I didn't expect it to blow up. I was just like, you know what, let me just put this video out there and do what I do. Um, and it got like, I think got over like 300,000 views on TikTok. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, wow, like, dang, like, you know, I really I really do this, you know? Um, <laughs> so I was like, okay, then I think after that, like a lot of brands, more brands started hitting me up, like Pretty Little Thing, I don't know if you heard of them. Pretty Little Thing, um, Boohoo, Misguided. Um, a lot of fast fashion brands started hitting me up and also small brands too. Um, so like after that, like I realized, yeah, I can, I can really do this, like, you know, for real. Um, but yeah, like that's that's kind of how that happened. Um, so at what point would you say, because I mean, at, when it comes to like doing stuff for like, especially even big brands, you know, mm -hmm. at some the first time you hear from them, it's like, okay, that's amazing. Like I want to mm -hmm. do this. But at what, at what point were you like, okay, I can't keep doing this for free. Like if I'm yeah. obviously giving y'all publicity, like mm -hmm. I just, I deserve something. Like what point did you get there? Um, so... Remember um, one brand that reached out to me, Opali. Um, I don't know if you heard of that, but Opali, like they sell dresses, they sell really like quality clothes. Um, and so they reached out to me through Instagram and basically what they were saying to me, they wanted to send me like one dress mm -hmm. and then I'll make a video for them, like put it in my video. I was like, okay, yeah, it's a big brand, why not? Um, so I did it and they really liked the video and they asked me to do it again. I was like, sure, why not? Did it again, they asked me to do it again. I was like, uh, okay, let's, <laughs> let's talk about, you know, what about some compensation, you know? And so I asked them, and they were like, oh, well, at the time, we're not doing this and this. I was just like, okay, fine, you know, whatever. So I did I did it that last time, and then that was it. Because, um, like, I guess it really just depends. Like, if I really, really mm -hmm. like your clothes, and if you're actually sending me a lot of clothes to make one video, then I'll consider it. But it gets to a point where it's like, okay, I'm doing all this work. These and videos are blowing up, yeah. you know, like these videos are really blowing up. Like, what am I getting out of it? And so I wasn't getting anything. So um, it really just depends, like, on if I really want the clothes and, you know, what it, what's what's in it for me. So, um, 
You just talked about being in Japan. First of all, did you just go to go? Or oh, no. You, uh, um, oh, okay. <laughs> so I had, a, I had an internship there. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it was like an intern abroad thing with UT. Um, so I just did that for like an entire summer. So. How was that? Like, so I know you just, I know you, you mentioned, you said that you really, like their fashion is that crazy? Yeah, yes. Okay. <laughs> so um, talk to me about like the difference in like, Fashion, fashion from like you know here in America, there's like you know different trends depending on where you go, like mm-hmm. Texas, New York, all these kind of places. Mm-hmm. Like, what, um, like how different is it from here? I feel like in Tokyo, like their style is way more elevated. Like it's more of like, like you see high fashion on like runways and stuff, but mm-hmm. like high fashion to them is like their streetwear basically. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're walking around with like like crazy clothes like crazy clothes like I, I was looking like basic there you know so I was like wow like this that's that's what was really inspiring me um and especially to like take my style to like the next level because then like they're doing it so casually like it was nothing you know mm-hmm. but if they were to be in the U.S. It, everybody would just be staring at them like wow you know this is a and lot. that's like yeah that's how it was I was like wow like this is this is what I'm trying to be on so um yeah that's kind of how like their their style is this is like way more elevated than U.S. um so when it comes to, I feel like, just looking at, you know, what, what you've portrayed, like, even on your page and your TikToks and everything, mm-hmm. you are someone that kind of stays in tune from, you know, the current dress code all the way to, like, throwbacks and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So which era is your favorite, like, favorite era of, like, dressing? Like, is it, like, the 2000s, the 90s, mm-hmm. recent I the, times? Yeah, I want to say the 90s, for sure. 90s, for sure? Yeah. Um, only because, like... Especially with like big brands like Chanel, um, their '90s throwbacks. That's that's really what inspires me. Um, a lot of times, like the streetwear back then too was. It's kind of how like it is right mm-hmm. now, you know. So I feel like fashion does repeat itself a lot, and I feel like a lot of times it's repeating from the '90s. So um, I feel like that's why. Yeah, that's See, the '90s. The '90s is actually okay. So I'm about to. I don't know how you're gonna feel about this. Don't go come for me. But I feel like the '80s is very slept on when it comes to like fashion. But at the mm-hmm. same time. The 80s is not just what you can just walk out and wear yeah. in the streets. Mm-hmm. But if you're talking about, like, late 80s, like, 87 to 89, like, I feel like there's, it was, like, that transition from, because I feel like in the late 80s was when they started wearing the jumpsuits and mm-hmm. stuff with the bucket hats. Like, yeah. that was when that transition came in. And then the 90s, you know, it was, like, solidified. Mm-hmm. Because, obviously, just off the fact that in the 80s, at least early 80s, coming from the 70s or whatever, it's more like tight pants, tight clothing, a lot of suits, afros or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then going to like the 80s, it's like jerry curls were thin already, but it's like, okay, we can have this hairstyle, but also wear baggy jeans mm-hmm. or wear this track suits and all that kind of stuff. I really think the 80s have slept on. Like I've been like, you know how people yeah. always throw like, 2000s parties, 90s yeah. parties, 70s parties, 80s. What, 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 think, what happened to the 80s? I think the reason why is because, like, the 80s, I feel like 80s was, like, there was a lot of color going mm-hmm. on. Like, yeah. And I feel like nowadays, like, not a lot of people just experience, like, they don't really do a lot of vibrant color when it comes to, like, the way they dress. You mm-hmm. know? So I feel like that's mainly the reason why. Because um, when I think about the 80s, I just think of color. Like, that's it. Like, For real? Yeah, like, just vibrant colors. Like, I don't know if that's the 80s or not. Uh, that's definitely the 80s. That's yeah. probably the 70s. Because when I, I think, think about the 80s, I think about, like, at least from 85 to like 80s to like 89 i think about like nwa type fashion mm-hmm. like people win a lot of football and basketball yeah. paraphernalia like it starts off then like this is when people start wearing like baggy jeans with baseball hats a lot 
um, especially in like LA and New York, mm. like this is when people start wearing the bigger clothings. I really don't know exactly when it just switched over. Yeah. But it was just, I feel like that year, like the 80s was the transition year and the mm. 90s was, okay, this is what we wear now. Yeah. Mm. Kind of like how coming from the 2000s, it's like baggy jeans and then you got to like 2012, 2011, it was like more skinny jeans, yeah. but there were still people who wore like baggy jeans. Mm-hmm. But like now it's like, okay, we know what we're wearing. Like yeah. no one's wearing baggy jeans except as like, Unless it's, like, maybe cargo pants or, mm-hmm. like, people just, you know, doing their own thing. Yeah. But you just, you just don't see that usually. But I feel like the 80s have slept on a lot. Okay. I can, I can agree. Yeah. You think so? Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's 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 all yeah. I wanted. Because also back, you know, like, the big gold chains, like, yeah. the huge gold mm-hmm. chains, it kind of started back then. You sure that wasn't the 90s, though? It transitioned. Because my thing is, like, if you look at, so, for example, like, a very prominent rap group that came from the 80s is NWA. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, they became more famous in the 90s. But then when you look at when they started off, like even yeah. watching the, the biopic, watching their documentaries, like mm-hmm. biopic you can say is maybe biased, but from their documentaries, mm-hmm. you can see the way they dressed. Like yeah. Dr. Right. Dre and them were wearing, you know, the tight stuff because they were DJing for that one guy. And then after they, fit, you know, they, they left him and came over to NWA, they were kind of like wearing the baggy jeans and stuff. They started the whole era of, okay, we're like, I guess, you know, gangster rap, you know, mm-hmm. we, we're gonna wear all black and white and like baseball hats and baggy jeans. We're gonna look fierce and different from like a lot of people. And then that fashion trend started. But then in the 90s, it was like, it's already like, you know, at first everyone was like, bro, we're like, we're used to disco and art, well, maybe not R&B, but like pop type mm-hmm. stuff. Like no one was listening to gangster rap. So okay. it was like, when gangster rap became a thin, then they started to win that. Okay. okay. If that makes sense. Because I feel like we can both agree that, like, music plays a big role in fashion. Oh, of course. Yes. And how, sure. how has that played a role in your, like, in your life and, you know, the way you dress and stuff? Um, I would say, um, well, now that, like, social media is, like, a huge thing now and, um, all you see on the internet is like you see you see these celebrities, you see these artists. Um, I think it's played a role in the fact that like um, when Fashion Week comes around, like the ones that get invited are like the celebrities and the artists, mm-hmm. and like just seeing the way like they're styled and the way they dress. Um, for example, like Cardi B, like mm-hmm. for some reason, like she I don't know where she just you know started you know dressing. You know I don't know like her her team is just doing a great job, and I would say for like right now like she's been become like a big inspiration for me with fashion which is surprising because I, I never would have thought that you know Cardi B but I would say like the way these artists and like when it comes to like fashion week you know um, especially like the Met Gala you know a lot of artists get invited there mm-hmm. um, and just seeing in the way that seeing the way they dress um, seeing how their style and everything like I think that's what kind of like inspires me when it comes to like trying to you know take my style to the next level and like really elevate it yeah um, yeah definitely that makes that makes sense uh like I've always made a funny joke around my friends and stuff. I'm, I always be like, you know, some dressing looks very stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, we look at it, we're like, bro, that sucks. Like, yeah. who's doing that shit? And then, Young Thug wears it. Yeah. Mm, okay, it's Young Thug. Then it's like Gunna. Then it's maybe Travis Scott, mm-hmm. Drake, and it's like, oh, okay. All of a yeah. sudden, like, cause honestly, a lot like ripped jeans. I feel like the first time anyone wore ripped jeans, it's like, why are you ripping your clothes? Yeah. Like, that doesn't make yeah. sense. <laughs> And it's True. like, even like, you know, like our parents, the, like the older generations, they're like, that's stupid. They hate like, it, why yeah. you wearing, mm-hmm. like, especially like coming from an African home, like my parents always be, they'll be like, bro, like, why, why are you, why is your clothes ripped? Like, go put your clothes back together type mm-hmm. stuff. And even when this, like, distressed jeans and jackets and shirts, 
Jeans was more like, okay, it's acceptable. Yeah. Sure. And then jackets and shirts. Yeah, it was like, it was like mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But it's like then people, athletes that were in them, musicians that were in them, mm-hmm. uh, actors that were in them, like famous people that were in them. And it's mm-hmm. like, huh, maybe it's not that bad. And yeah. it's like everyone that comes to hats, like, like, for example, like I'm literally about to demonstrate something to you right now. So I have this hat on right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm about to put it in different, like, you know, there's different styles of hats. Yeah. Like, I feel like, so if I put my hat like this, what area are you thinking about right now? Like, hat facing upward, like. Mm, I don't know. Like, Wiz Khalifa, like, jerk era type stuff. So, uh, like, 2010, okay, 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 okay. 2008, okay. and then you put your hats backward, and it's, like, more like early 2000s. Yeah. Like, people are like, okay, that's, like, the Jay-Z and them and everything. And then now we're back to wearing our hats like this. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's crazy. And, like, I feel like it's a whole cycle mm-hmm. because it's, you know, we started off when hats are supposed to be worn this way. Yeah. Okay, we wear hats like this. Mm-hmm. And then someone was like, no, I want to put my hat sideways. Okay, well, let's put it sideways. Yeah. I'll put it backwards. Let's put it backwards. Okay, let's face it up. And then we came all the way out of doing all of that. We came right back to putting it back. Yeah. Forward. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's so crazy because I feel like even with, like, pants and shirts, it's come to that because... Mm-hmm. You know, we went from regular jeans, then tight jeans, then baggy jeans, then back to regular jeans, and then back to tight jeans. It's just crazy. Yeah. Like, fashion is actually... Yeah, it always repeats itself. Always, yeah. And you you had said something earlier about how, and that makes complete sense, about how when it comes to fashion, it really depends on the person. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people don't really understand that. Like. Yeah. One thing looks good on that person, but might not look good on you because mm-hmm. of maybe how you carry it or, you know, everyone's shaped different and all that kind of stuff. Like, tell me your perspective on that when it comes to. Yeah. Um, when it comes to that, like, that's really my biggest thing, um, because a lot of times, like, you know, someone will see something on somebody else and try to buy the same thing. You know, it don't look the same, you know, um, and I feel like. When it comes to fashion, like, understanding your body type is, like, mm-hmm. one of the most important things ever. Like, understanding, like, what looks good on you, like, how it, like, fits on you is just so important. Um, especially, like, for example, like, Rihanna. Like, Rihanna could wear anything, mm-hmm. anything and it look good on her. But if, you know, a regular person was to wear it, it would be, like, what like, wearing? what you, exactly. <laughs> um, so I just think, like, paying attention to your body type. And like how clothes fit you, because you never want your clothes to wear you. Like you, you need to wear your clothes, you know. Mm-hmm. So paying attention to like your body type, your physique, all of that is just so important when it comes to like fashion. So, yeah. Huh. You don't want your clothes to wear. You tell that to the old, the older, older rappers when shirts used to be right here. Like fashion is so, it's actually so crazy. Um, but yeah, I feel like, and I feel like that's very prominent, especially with like this generation. Like mm-hmm. everyone is so. Like, when it comes to even going out, like, there are people that are so wired to the point, and there's nothing wrong with this, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a fan of, like, look as good as you, you want to look, you yeah. know? Like, if you feel like, if you're going to McDonald's and you feel like I got to wear some some jeans and some live-ass shoes with a nice T-shirt, if that's what, like, if you think that's what you need to wear, like, who am I to tell you? Yeah. Oh, I can laugh about it, but it's like, bro, if that's what you need to wear, wear that. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, like, I feel like fashion is also it's just kind of like judged from the majority because mm-hmm. it's like every someone's trying to go out to a party or some kind of event or something like that going out to the bars or whatever and they're looking at themselves in the mirror like hmm i don't know how this is gonna look it's like yeah. the fact that like bro we the fact that like everyone's guilty like i'm guilty of this like the fact that like we can't just wake up and be like 
I'm going to wear this today. Like, we have to go to our closet and be like, I'm going to wear it. No, nah, I'm not going to wear this. And then we put something on. We mm-hmm. go to, like, people around us and, like, hey, what do you think this looks? Is this good? Yeah. Is it, like, it's so crazy. Like, I don't think there's anyone in this world who just puts on clothes and just walks out of the house without, yeah. like, mm-hmm. double checking with themselves or anybody else. And that's never going to stop, bro. It's not. Like, it's, it's just going to be something that, like, that continues to go on. Uh, speaking on celebrities, who who are some some of your top? Who do you think are the best dressed celebrities right now? Um, let's see. I want to say Rihanna, okay. um, Cardi B. Uh, I pay attention to Cardi B's dressing like that. If, okay, recently, like her looks in um, Paris Fashion Week, she she she's been doing it, you know. Um, so I want to say Rihanna, Cardi B. Um, I think those are like my main two for girls, mm-hmm. but let's see for men. I want to say Travis Scott. I like Travis. Um, I'm gonna say Kanye because um, he real? does things. Hmm. I want to say Kanye because he does things like, like I don't know how to explain it. Like I think he he does things that people wouldn't think of, mm-hmm. and then like because he does that, like everyone starts gravitating towards it, you know. So it's like, like for example, like his Yeezy slides when he first put those out, I was like, those are so ugly, ugly. so ugly. And then you know, people started wearing it, and I was like, mm, you know, maybe, maybe they're not too bad. But also, the, what sold me on those, like, people say they're comfortable. They are, and I have some, you know. So it was, you know, mm-hmm. I was, I looked at like the first time I saw them, I was like, I'm never getting those, and you know, ended up getting them anyway. But <laughs> yeah, so I want to say Kanye, Travis Scott for mm-hmm. the guys. Um, who else? But my problem with Kanye, though, is just the fact that, like, sometimes he's so random that it's yeah. like, bro, like, this is kind of OD. Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? Like, put in a mask, the covers, like. Yeah. And then Kim Kardashian wore that. <laughs> like, what is this? Like, are we, like, is this the apocalypse? Like, it's crazy to me. But at the same time, as crazy as it sounds, mm-hmm. people should do it. Like, people, like, you, yeah. Halloween's coming around. Someone's going to be dressed as Kanye mm-hmm. for Halloween with that mask on. And yeah. it's it's, it's kind of crazy. Like, but. Kanye, I don't know. Travis Scott, definitely. Yeah. I yeah. might be biased because I love Travis Scott. I love but, Travis Scott too. But you know. like I feel like Travis Scott has held on to the reason why I think he like he's really good at like, you know, dressing and stuff is because he's held on to his own style. Yeah. Ever since. Like mm-hmm. he hasn't I don't think you can count how many times you've seen him with like skinny jeans, because that's just not him. Mm-hmm. Like he wears a lot of like baggy stuff, cargo pants. Kind he can wear yeah. baggy jeans right now. He's good because yeah. that's his style. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really that's really good. But Kanye? Yeah, I'm I'm only saying Kanye because he just does stuff that are just, just so different and then everybody just ends up like gravitating towards it, you know? So um that's why, you know, that's kinda why I like Kanye. I think Kanye's a genius when it comes to a lot of things, including yeah. fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I just think sometimes he ODs. Mm-hmm. But I think like he's a genius, like even with his brand. Yeah. I don't know. It's just the fact that every even the first time the first Yeezys ever came out, everyone was like, "What the hell is that?" Like, I'm exactly. not wearing that. Like, it's like first of all, the color is brown. No one really cares to wear brown like that, mm-hmm. unless you're Travis Scott and likes brown a lot. But it's like, bro, it's like it's brown. It's like dirty colors. Like everyone wants like black, maybe white, and then colorful stuff. Like mm-hmm. no one just wants to wear like dirty brown. Exactly. And it's like now everyone's waiting for Yeezys. Like people are fighting for Yeezys. Like. People were like, oh, that's too expensive. That's a Adidas shoe. I can wear that at the gym. Mm-hmm. Now everyone's fighting for him. Exactly. So I feel like his marketing scheme is crazy, but it mm-hmm. works. Yeah. Like, yeah. it literally works. And that's why I think he's a genius. Like, I feel like everything he does or a lot of the things he does is purposeful and he mm-hmm. has a lot behind it. So 
I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah. But I'm still growing on his style, though, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Understandable. Understandable. But, yeah. Where, what is, when it comes to, like, the big stages and, like, maybe maybe getting featured on a, on a page or maybe going to an event like what is one of your dream things to do like is it like you know the met gala like something that you just want to go to or like be a part of that you have set for yourself right now what 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 would that be um attending the met gala that's that's really on my top list this is just going to met gala how does that invite go i don't know that's the thing i don't know like i i really don't know but after seeing like this past met gala that just happened recently I'm realizing that, like, a lot of people that do get invited are, like, stylists. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of why, like, I'm trying to, you know, still keep, you know, styling people and whatnot. Um, just so, I, you know, I can get invited one day to the Met Gala. But that's that's one of my big goals is to go to Met Gala. Okay. Uh, m- maybe this is a boost. But one the one thing about, like, these events is, you know, you're on TikTok or Instagram or Twitter just scrolling. You see some dude who went viral at McDonald's. And a month later, he was at a big event. Went, yeah. you're like, bro, you were just at McDonald's. Like, what? Yeah. What is this? Like, it's like, it's so crazy how fame, like little things, can take you yeah. places. Like, mm-hmm. somebody, like people, literally get made fun. Like, people make a funny ass video that's supposed to be laughed at and looked forward on, but then they get so many views and they just kind of make it their brand. They start mm-hmm. making clothing. They start making videos, and it's exactly. like, okay, yeah, I fuck with these people. And then all of a sudden, they're like right there. Like, yeah. for example, Mark Phillips. He was, he was just, no, he, he's good at what he does, though. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just a guy recording off his phone, doing, like, anime stuff. They started off with, actual, they actually started off a podcast. Because mm-hmm. they would, like, stream their video games and they would talk about it and stuff. And all of a sudden, they started doing skits with anime and, you know, life as, you know, a black mm-hmm. person and stuff. And now he met LeBron James. Like, he's yeah. getting invited to things. He met J. Cole. He's in J. Cole's music video. And it's just like, how does, you know... Like, the generation we're in, like I said, it's, like, if you, it takes a lot to, to as much as failure is, like, it's you can't avoid it because everyone's going to fail at some point. But, like, it takes a lot to actually just not, you know, create something for yourself. Like, yeah. now, not saying that everyone's going to go on TikTok and create something and they're going to be on, they're going to be on the TV or at Met Gala mm-hmm. or meeting LeBron James or anything like that. But it's, like, we're such, we're at such a point. Where it's like, there's so many things we can do. Like, if you cook food and, you know, you're trying to get your catering business out there, go on TikTok, Instagram, yeah. mm-hmm. Twitter, post your food. Like, you know what, like, you know what you, like, you know what you're good at. You know, if, if you're good at making a certain type of food, you know, post those ones so you can get so much attention. Mm-hmm. And then you can work on the other stuff that, you know, you're trying to perfect. Exactly. And it's like, I feel like even if you were to post on, you know, on Instagram, on TikTok and stuff, and it's not getting good feedback. I feel like that is not the avenue for you to be like, okay, well, it's just not working for me. I personally think you look at the things that just didn't work because, like, mm-hmm. a place like TikTok is where I realize TikTok is worse anything than Twitter. Can work on TikTok, yeah, but honestly, I, but like anything. TikTok is worse than Twitter. Like when you it comes so. to like aggression, like when it comes mm-hmm. to like it's it's neck and neck because like Twitter, there's no like Twitter, there's no. Like, no one holds back, but at the same time, some people at the back of their mind are like, okay, yeah. my job might see this. Mm-hmm. But on TikTok, no job is checking TikTok like that. Unless, yeah. like, your TikTok is just that Because you crazy. actually have to go through the comments yeah, to, to the videos. See, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, like, even through those comments, it hurts. But, like, if someone were to be like, oh, 
that food looks oily as hell. Like, mm-hmm. like that shit sucks. Then you can be like, okay, that hurt. You know, it, you you can cry about it, or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, okay, it's too oily. Maybe that's something I can change. Maybe mm-hmm. try and work on you know using less oil, or it doesn't look seasoned enough, mm-hmm. or you know, it's like it's like I feel like even the failures on the internet can lead to your success. Yeah. So exactly, I yeah. think I definitely think it's a great place. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite platform? Right like, now. Social media. Honestly, I like Instagram. I don't know. Like, it's something about Instagram. I just I just like the vibe of Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to, like, growing my brand, I would say TikTok. Because um, mm-hmm. TikTok, like, literally anything can go viral on TikTok. Like, mm-hmm. when I post a video, like, sometimes, like, you know, like, in the back of my head, like, I'll know, okay, this is going to go viral. This probably is going to go viral. Um, but then again, I'd be, I'd be shocked. You know, some videos that I didn't expect to go viral goes viral. Mm-hmm. The videos that I do expect to go viral, they don't. So, like, but anyways, I just think, like, TikTok is, like, the best like platform for like growing your brand like if you want to grow yourself grow your brand reach like millions of people tiktok it's the place so you're putting me on game right now yeah <laughs> i have to go tiktok <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i definitely think tiktok is is tiktok is ahead of the game like yeah. i feel like the 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 people who made tiktok going into quarantine their bread was here coming out of quarantine their bread is like all the way over there (laughs) because it's like bro tiktok was just one of those things it was vine it was Mm -hmm. like vine was gone tiktok Mm -hmm. was the new vine and it's like no one thought about all these things like even you have megan and people like like you you have tory lanes the all these people who having tiktoks like a lot of major major uh celebrities have Mm -hmm. tiktok now exactly and it's like it's crazy because you, you didn't even see that in vine like that Mm -hmm. you really saw more of the people who were trying to make it from vine yeah so vine was more of like funny videos yeah. you know tiktok is like i feel like it started off funny but now it's just like a bunch of creativity like anything like you know so that's why i say like if you want to start your brand do whatever like tiktok is the place to go like but what's crazy though is i feel like vine could have been like tiktok it could have mm-hmm. been a place to, to, to promote your brand because you could post any video on there you could but there was a time limit i think it was like six seconds wasn't it for vine was it six seconds it was oh, really it was. short. It, it was, was really pretty short. short. Okay. Yeah, so I, think that's I forgot why. about that. Yeah. But they increased it over time. I'm, I'm pretty not, sure. Did they? I think they increased it to about 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Like later on, I mm-hmm. feel like it increased because I saw some Okay. Some long videos on I just on remember Vine. Vine just being like really short. Like it's really short and funny, mm-hmm. you know. But I think back then, like when Vine was really big, I feel like social media the way it is now, it wasn't mm-hmm. like that, you know. So I feel like that's one of the reasons why Vine didn't like just blow off like TikTok, so. Okay. All right. I'm going to get into this fun part. Um, I just had to, I have to bring this up. But craziest stories when it comes to, like, brands reaching out to you. Because I know on your page sometimes you post, like, some outrageous stuff of, like, what yeah. like what is this? Like, why are you telling me to do this? But, like, what is, like, some, like, craziest or, like, some stories It's just, like, bro, are they really asking me to do this for mm-hmm. this price? Or, like, do they actually ask me to do this? Like, this doesn't make sense. Like Yeah. Um, I've had a lot, honestly, like it's way too much to even think of um i remember this one brand reached out to me um they wanted me to make like 10 videos for 150 dollars, 150 um which is like 150 isn't even like the rate for like one video you mm-hmm. know so one brand reached out to me for that i was just like okay didn't mm-hmm. respond another brand um lots of brands actually reach out and just be like oh i want to give you these you know free products you just make these couple videos for us and it's just like why like for what you know like i i don't even know what your brand is one i wouldn't even buy this with my own money too so why would i do that for free you know um so like a lot of brands do reach out to me i remember this one brand um 
they wanted me to do like a try on haul, like a review video for mm-hmm. them. And they, you know, paid me money. I was like, okay, sure, why not? So I did it. And um, I have a contract anytime like money is involved. So um, in the contract, it says that, you know, I'll be honest, you know, not lying, not lying to my followers, none of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was honest, you know, I was honest. I didn't really like their clothes. Um, I didn't say that in the video, but like, you know, you could kind of tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and so before I post videos, I sent it to the brand for approval. I sent it to the brand and mm-hmm. they they were upset. Like they were so mad, like. Like they were just going off, and they tr- they tried um you know disputing the charges, and I was just like you can't dispute it. Like you saw the contract that you signed. They said I was going to yeah. be honest, and you know. Was... Um, and the clothes were trash. So I was like, okay, if, you, if they were in there, like if they were trash, you could have just told them. I was like, I told you guys, like that's in the video, like. And they were like, okay, um, we'll send you some some new items for you. I was like, no, it's okay. Oh, like it's not that deep, you know. It's not that deep, like you know. Um, so yeah, when they tried to dispute the charge, um. Of course, they didn't win the case. Like, they mm-hmm. didn't win. Like, I said in the contract, I had proof. Like, you signed the contract. I was going to be honest. Um, so after that, like, I just, I never posted a video. But, you know, I still got my money anyway. Um, but, uh-huh. yeah, a lot of brands, they reach out to me, like, trying to pay me with clothes. But it's like, if I wouldn't buy your clothes with my own money, then it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. Um, <sighs> so, yeah. That's that's funny. Okay. If there's one designer brand you can you. That's the, that's the only thing you can wear for the rest of your life. You can't wear, like, once you pick that, like, anything. Like, if it's a T-shirt, a hat, a wristband, <laughs> a oh, ring, man. it has to be that brand. What would it be? Louis Vuitton. For real? Louis Vuitton, yes. Huh. Louis what? Vuitton. Why? Um, the reason why is because I like Virgil. Like, I like him a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like what he does with, like, the menswear is just amazing. Um, and I feel like I could definitely put that into my style. Um, that and because like their brand ranges like you can they have clothes shoes um, jewelry all of that and I feel like if I if I were to wear Louis Vuitton my entire life I, I'd be fine you know I'd be fine so um, yeah I'd say say for sure Louis Vuitton so it's safe to say like dream big it's safe to say like if Louis Vuitton were to reach out to you you wouldn't care about like the money no of course <laughs> no no <laughs> no way like if you want to send me free clothes dope by all means, me. do it. Like, I'll keep it. Yeah. But one of my goals is to work, like, one day, like, as a creative director with Louis Vuitton. So um, that's another reason why I like the brand, too. So what is, and you, you don't have to answer this question just, you know, in case it's something that you keep to yourself. But what is, like, your like your ultimate goal with everything that you um, do? My ultimate goal is um, I want Brit Licks to be global. Like, mm-hmm. I want, you know people like all around the world like to know about Brit looks you mm-hmm. know when it comes to like clothing styling designing all of that I want people to know about my name so yeah, that's my that's, goal. that's pretty that's pretty uh that's pretty valid and I feel like honestly no matter how small your brand is like some people start their brand you know with a silver spoon like you know people some people start you know their podcast and have all the equipment and the studio and everything mm-hmm. and you know that's that's amazing because everyone wants to start there but at the same time, some people start their podcast in their room with one mic yeah. and themselves. But I feel like if this was just something that you just did for fun, you didn't really care about, okay, that's cool. But I feel like if it's something that's your passion, personally, I don't feel like your goal should be like, oh, I just want my podcast to get like a thousand views a week and mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. Or a thousand views a video or uh, audio and I'm cool mm-hmm. with that. Doesn't really, I feel like every single thing that we do, like no matter what brand it is, like we kind of we kind of have to aim like, you know, like, you have to aim the, to the biggest level. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's life. You might not get to the point that you, you know, that you want to get to. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when we aim so high, like, it makes us work even harder. Because yeah. we're not just looking at a thousand 
people seeing this now. We're looking at, oh, I want the whole country, the whole world to see this podcast. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, you're getting like maybe 50,000 views. It's like, okay, I love this. This is great. Like mm-hmm. I, st- I didn't start off with this. But it's like, uh, I can get 100,000. I get a million. I can get 2 million. I can yeah. get the whole world. And it's like, it, I feel like that brings out the most competitive and the best quality of work. Mm-hmm. And even personally, as a person, like I feel like I had to, uh, I had to like instill that into myself because mm-hmm. it just makes you work harder. Yeah. Cause if you put a limit, then you just you know when you're right there, even even if you just hit so close to the limit, you're like okay. I mean, at least I got that far. Yeah. And I feel like everyone is to instill that in their brand, so I think that's actually amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you tell someone who's trying to? not necessarily following your footsteps, but like go into what you're in right now, who doesn't know too much about it, mm-hmm. that may be younger, older, same age, what would you tell them? Like what would be your biggest advice to them? Um, My biggest advice, um, I would say don't stick to one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in any area that you're in, um, try to like capitalize in a way that's just like versatile. Like make sure you can do multiple things in, in that one area. Like for example, like yeah, I'm into fashion, Um, but I'm also good at content creation, styling, Mm -hmm. um, getting into designing. Um, there's so much that you can do with fashion. So like when you, when it comes to like whatever area or whatever passion you have, don't stick to just that one thing, try to do more with it. Um, and I feel like that's what brings in like a bigger crowd, um, and more people, you know, more traction. So yeah, I would just say don't stick to one thing. Um, and also like, don't second guess yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I feel like starting out, like, I second guess myself a lot um, because like your vision, like even though like, you know, your friends support you and whatnot, I feel like a lot of times they're not going to see what you see. Mm -hmm. Um, So like when I was starting out, for example, like I was deciding whether or not I wanted to post like my first reel. Um, And from one of my friends, I didn't really get the feedback I wanted, Mm -hmm. you know, so but I was like, you know what, let me just post it anyway. And you know, it ended up getting a lot of views. So I just feel like don't don't second guess yourself. If you're really sure about something, then do it. Mm-hmm. You know, just do it. Like, of course, like your friend's advice is like, you know, you'll consider it. But like, don't second guess yourself. Just always go for it. That's 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 actually as real as it gets, because um, I feel like when we have a vision of something, it's always it's amazing to go out and ask somebody, what do you think? Mm-hmm. You, you know, you've you seen a different eye. But, like, I also feel like you always have to remember what your vision is because a lot of people, like, a lot of us who are trying to start our own thing and create our own thing, we fall into that loop of changing your vision based on what someone's telling you. And that's really bad because it's like, at the end of the day, unless it's just like, I mean, but then again, who are we to say someone's vision is stupid? But unless it's just like, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Like, Mm. I don't know. But it's like, I don't agree with people doing that because you know you sat down at least for me when when I was about to start my podcast and everything I sat down and I thought to myself this is how this is what I wanted to come out to be this is my vision mm-hmm. I might start this start at this point but then you know I'm gonna move on to this as well in my case I started just strictly sports everything I was doing was sports 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 because mm-hmm. that was my strength and I was like okay over probably next to the probably to the next season I will start you know just going all around from the jump that was my goal. It wasn't mm-hmm. changing over time. My goal yeah. was to kind of get everyone to showcase their brand on my podcast. But let mm-hmm. me start with my strength. Yeah. But I feel like in that kind of situation, you know, so many people, they have this goal. Okay. If the goal, you know, if their goal were to be like, okay, this pen, I want this pen to be able to, you know, write 
and then I want to be able to erase things, you know, a pen, like to be able to erase the writing or, you know, have a flashlight or whatever, whatever you want to say, play music, whatever. Yeah. And then you go to your friend and it's like, okay, I want to make a pen that does this. And they're like, like, yeah, that's stupid. Why would you, why would you want to do that? Like what pen can clean, you know? And it's like, you can listen to them when it comes to like the beginning stages because, okay, maybe start your pen as just a regular pen Mm because everyone needs pen, you know? Yeah. So, and then over time, you know, you can instill your vision into that. But I feel like a lot of people are just like, oh, no, that doesn't make sense. Just make your pen a, make a fan of your pen. It's like, okay, I'm just going to throw away the whole yeah. idea of it, you know, erasing and having a flashlight. Now I'm just going to go with this. And I feel like a lot of people fall into that. And it's very important not to because mm-hmm. it's like that's where you get confused. And now you're just trying shit and then it's not yeah, even working out exactly. for you. But that's free game for y'all, you know. <laughs> Because I don't really give out free game for anybody like that. But, yo, but to round up this podcast or this episode, Dead or Alive, five of your role models, famous, like mm-hmm. famous people, uh, you get to, okay, how do I do this? I'm usually good at this stuff. Okay, I got you. You get to be in like an Airbnb that's fully paid for by whoever mm-hmm. and with five of your role models for a whole week. You know, to learn from them, hang out with them, turn up with them, whatever. Who who you bring with you? Okay, first would be Michael Jackson. Um, Shout out to the GOAT. I love Michael Jackson. Um, second would be Rihanna. Um, third would be Virgil. Fifth, um, who is this my role model? This could be anybody, right? Yeah, anybody. Okay, Beyonce. Beyonce. And last one. Let me make this good. Let's see. Hmm. We don't have to know them. It could be like anybody. Okay. Um. Okay, Kanye. He's not necessarily my role model, but I just feel like I could learn a lot from him. You think that vibe is gonna go well during the Airbnb? Look, if we just exclude all of that out, I just feel like it's just I just I, I just know Connie just has so much like knowledge about I don't know a yeah, lot of things. Definitely, you know I wouldn't necessarily say he's like my role model, but I just feel like there's something I could learn from him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I would say Connie probably yeah. Nah, bro, y'all gonna be chilling in the living room just having <laughs> girls time. He's gonna walk in. Kim sucks. He's <laughs> like talking about random things. It's gonna no, be just, like. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's just something about Kanye that I really like. Um, you know, granted that, like, you know, it's a lot going on with him. But yeah. if we just exclude all that stuff and just, like, think about, like, his craft and what he yeah. does, like, I just feel like there's so much to learn from him. So. No, nah, definitely. I definitely think, like I said earlier, I definitely think he's a genius. Like, I think, yeah. like, there's so much you can learn from him. Mm-hmm. I'd love to have a day with Kanye, too, to learn. Like, I feel like there's so much shit that you can learn from him mm-hmm. that you probably never even thought about. Because even the videos of certain things that he say, yeah. that he says, sometimes it's like, you know, but like a lot of times, majority of the time, it's like you understand why he's a billionaire. Like mm-hmm. same with Jay-Z. And a lot of these people who are making it, you understand why they got there. Yeah. Because their mind, they're not, they're built different than all, mm-hmm. a lot of us or a lot of, you know, the people out here. But, huh. Okay. I think, yeah. I think, I think, I think, I think I can, I can, uh, I can be good with that. As for me, if I were to go on a trip like that to see, to I'm not gonna learn shit 
Cause I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna grab, I'm gonna grab all the people that you know, all the people that I know, like you know, Travis Scott, all the, all of them, and I'm just gonna go crazy. Mm-hmm. And on the last day, I'm gonna be like, oh shit, what can y'all tell me about <laughs> this? But it's like, but no, no, no. I feel like, I feel like that's a solid list. I definitely mm-hmm. feel like it. I, I, I feel like that, that's, that's a, uh, a great trip. Um, but thank you so much, Brittany, for thank hopping you. on this podcast. I really appreciate you, all the way from Austin. You know, you just, you know, even though you were going to be here already, you didn't have to come in here. So <laughs> I really I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate Mainsfield Recording Studio for having me once again. Another episode is complete. It's a wrap. Y'all make sure to subscribe, like, comment. And we're now on Apple Music and Apple Podcasts. I, I'm not a musician. Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Y'all make sure to stream. And uh, I'll see you on next episode. Peace out.